0: I just made an intro that was so just genuinely disrespectful. It was so disrespectful because it was so not funny and genuinely so cringy. I don't even know. I don't even know how it could have came out of my mouth. And I'm not going to repeat it. And I'm not going to repeat it again for the rest of my life. The stuff that just happened in the 10 seconds before I hit record on this, the 10 seconds before I deleted what I did in those 10 seconds and then started again, Um, we will never revisit that and you will never know what it is, but we will never revisit that. Anyway, I hope you guys are having the best week ever. I'm not. (laughs) but that's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay um it's Monday no 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 it's Tuesday um and last week was a toughie for me if I'm completely honest I was feeling really tired and I was feeling really not put together something that I like to think about is myself as Anne Hathaway so like if I am like being put together that's like Anne Hathaway Emily and if I need to be brave for a second or if I need to be adventurous for a second, then I then I'm Zac Efron. Um, that's actually really interesting psychologically, because Anne Hathaway was like a big, um, a, bi- a big, a uh, big. Uh, what can we say? Influence in my childhood. You know, Ellen Chana, The Princess Diaries and Zach Efron was a big influence in my childhood. High School Musical. So maybe I need to talk to a therapist about that. But it's true when I'm when I'm feeling put together, that's like the Anne Hathaway me. When I'm feeling brave, that's the Zac Efron me. Um, when I'm feeling whoa crazy, that's the Tana Mojo me. So I think I'm really blessed to be able to identify um, the versions of me that become personified by these celebrities, and I think that's a really weird thing that I do, and I really kind of probably shouldn't even admit that I do that. But you know what? If it helps you, it helps me. I mean, if it helps me, it might, <laughs> if it helps me, it might help you. So just, you know, if you, and I, and I did this at the gym, I was feeling really nervous to go do the arm machines because I'd never done them before and I was by myself. And But I thought to myself, well, what would Zac Efron do? Do you think Zach Efron would shy away from using an arm machine he'd never used before? No, he would march his little patootie right up to that arm machine and he'd start cranking it. And so, you know what I did? I marched my patootie right up to that arm machine, and I started cranking it. So, that's just a little word of advice. Anyway, anyway, all that to say, I was not having an half Hathaway week last week. I was having, I don't even have a name for who that was. That was, that that was the creepy guy who lives on top of the Polar Express train. That's who I was last week. It's not good. Um, but I guess we're, we're better this week. I had a revelation this morning. My, and this was my revelation when I was already 10 minutes late to school. And once I got to campus, it was going to be another 10 minutes of walking through my class. So I said, you know what, let's just not even worry about that class today because you can't walk into a classroom 20 minutes late as a 23 year old. That's just like, that's a, a hard boundary. So I was like, let's just not even worry about that class. And let's not worry about the second class you have today either. Let's not even worry about it. Let's take this time to get caught up on the work that um, is late. That I have not sub- yet submitted but is late. Let's work on that. Let's work through that. Let's get tomorrow's work done. And let's get ourselves on the right foot. So that is where we are today. We are we are working our way from Polar Express guy to Anne Hathaway, um, I don't know who this middle person is. You can, you can tell me any suggestions for who we think that this what celebrity might go along with this person who's, um, pulling it, pulling it back together. There's probably some great examples of that in modern media, but I can't think of any right now. So let's just get into it. So today we're going to be talking about my relationship with my southern heritage (laughs) oh my god okay so basically let me give you let me give you the groundwork of my family tree so so i have a very southern side and i have a very mm, not southern side so my dad is a southern side his family has lived and I know this for a fact because I was looking at our family tree on ancestry.com this past week and um sorry the polar express guy was looking at ancestry.com this last week and he his family has literally been within like 30 minutes of where I live right now since literally hundreds of years ago like it's crazy I don't I don't even know how that's possible. But they have been here. Actually, I don't even know if that's crazy. Maybe that's like a pretty normal thing. I, I I don't know. Crazy to me that they've been here for hundreds of years. Like my blood and bones is in this small southern town. Wild. What? See, that was really southern. Wild. Wild. <laughs> that my family has lived here for, my dad's side of the family has lived here for so long and has such, such strong southern roots. Um, my mom's side of the family not the case at all. My granddad was born in Holland and then grew up in South Africa. My Nana, who I live with and who I'm extremely close with, um, was born in Germany. Her parents were um, were from Poland and then they were in, it was during the Holocaust and they were put in um, displacement camps and, co- camps and concentration camps and then my Nana was born in Germany and then she grew up. In Montreal, and so that that whole side of the family just incredibly nuts like could not be further from southern culture um but my mom, randomly, even though that's my mom's other family, she's southern it was she was raised here, and she's like southern as southern can get she's born in Miami, but she was raised here like that girl whoa, she is a southern she is a southern woman. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so anyway, kind of like, just to start off kind of weird, because I'm, I'm like extremely, extremely close with my Nana. Like my Nana's my girl. And so she never really had that kind of Southern influence on me. She had very like a, a European influence on me. Like we eat pierogies, we eat matzo, (laughs) we eat like, uh, basically just food. No, like, Um, she was the one who inspired me to take French because she speaks a little bit of French and she grew up in Montreal and, you know, just very like her decor style is very European. She, she's strongly rooted, um, in Europe. And so my Nana is my girl, my girl. I've lived with her multiple times. And so I always kind of, I thought that was really cool. You know, it was different. She's from, she's from Europe. I want to get in on that action. So I always like was strongly trying to mirror that European-type deal. Um, and, of course, every kid is going to rebel against whatever they're currently doing. And so I I grew up... I live in Belmont right now, and I grew up in Belmont. I actually grew up in the house. I can see it right now. It's right behind my Nana's house. Um, I grew up in that house, and both my parents... Are super Southern. It's just like undeniable. I am a Southern girl. My parents are Southern and I grew up in North Carolina. And so by default, I'm a Southern girl. When I was, when I grew up in that house, that's, I'm looking at right now, we had ducks and not in the house. We had ducks in the backyard. My dad built a barn. We had a miniature pony in the backyard. Um, you know we're also very rooted in um farm animals (laughs) farm animals is my childhood we had horses growing up um multiple horses so like very that side of southern culture so there we go growing up in a small town um having oh my god sorry growing up in a small town having horses um having farm animals, country music, Southern parents, we have that side of Southern. Then I moved to Charlotte, closer into Charlotte, which is, if you don't know, like more of like city area of a part of North Carolina. And then I started to think, oh, I'm not very Southern, not not very Southern. Um, and I'm trying to separate myself from my southern culture because here I'm like nine years old and I'm like I'm starting to get that little rebellious phase in me so I'm like "Mm, I'm not southern I'm actually pretty much a city girl well then I get the world's biggest biggest crush on this guy and i'm telling you i honestly don't think i've ever liked anyone to this day this was in fifth grade i don't think i've ever liked anyone as much as i like this guy and so i'm sitting i'm sitting we're sitting we're sitting in class together and um he started he starts talking about this country song and i was like yeah i don't listen to country music and if you grew up if you grew up in the south and you grew up in north carolina baby you're listening to country music and so I pipe up with I don't listen to country music and he's like oh you don't listen to country music and I was like um actually I listen to Dirks Bentley I love Dirks Bentley and <laughs> I brought up this I then I was like trying to overcompensate and I brought up this literally it's a Dirks. it's a slow song by Dirks Bentley called I want to make you close your eyes and it is the most sensual country song in existence and i brought up that song and i was like okay sly okay sly let's talk about the sensual country song (laughs) at 10 years old and he was like oh i don't know that song and then he started talking about um crazy big town is that what it's called little big town little no sorry jason aldean sings a song called crazy town and i was like okay Duly noted and so then i go home well i look up the lyrics to that song well that's my new favorite song i'm in it baby i'm listening to that song and i'll say at the time i'll just go ahead and preface this i was listening to country music there was never a point in my life where i was not listening to country music like i live in north carolina my parents are southern in the car it's country music on our speaker in the garage, it's country music. At our bonfires that we're having with our neighbors, it's gonna be country music. On the lake, it's gonna be country music. Like I- I'm so deeply rooted in Southern culture. It's not even funny. Like, I'm drinking sweet tea. I'm going to the lake. I you know, we're throwing hamburgers on the grill. Like that was my life. That wasn't like a little thing. Like that was my life yeah i'm listening to country music but i was i was trying to put on a little facade that i wasn't anyway so then now i'm learning every word too. crazy town well then then i move away from the love of my life and I'm i will never read these diary entries out loud but moving away from the love of my life my fifth grade level of life oh it broke me more than i think anything has ever broken me and i'm not kidding I was really in love with him. Anyway, so now, now I moved to Denver slash Lincolnton slash Maiden. The legal address is questionable, but it's one of those. North Carolina. Oh, baby. That is a small ass southern town. And now I'm feeling kind of lost in my identity because I grew up so Southern when I was little. Then I moved to Charlotte for a second and I think, Mm-mm, city girl. But now I'm in this small town and I'm like, what is my identity? That's always my question, by the way, in my whole life. What is my identity? Well, then we moved to this small town, Lincolnton, and oh, now I'm a Southern girl. Oh, now it's on. So, I'm still thinking about my crush. I'm trying to get his attention via Facebook covers. I'm posting singing covers of um, If I Die Young. If I die young. I do love that song. But, you know, country song. I'm trying to put out the feelers that I am, in fact, a country girl. So, I'm posting covers of country songs on Facebook. Um, This is honestly one of my favorite things I've ever done in my whole life. I... I was I was obviously having an identity crisis where I needed to be Southern fast, and now, I and I was trying to fit in. Everybody at my school they had grown up in Lincolnton, their whole entire. it felt like everybody at my school had grown up in Lincolnton, their whole entire lives. They all knew each other like the most stereotypical small town experience, you could be placed into. Everyone knows each other. Everyone's Southern. Everybody has land. Everybody, you know, has a farm. <laughs> That's not true. But, <laughs> you know, everybody is very Southern here. And so, in my mind, I'm like, how do I fit in? How do I make friends? Okay, country time. So then I go to my room. I take a piece of grid paper, not even notebook paper, not even copy paper, grid paper from my math notebook and i say "Hmm, what can we do so then i write in big red marker on this piece of grid paper she's country with an arrow pointed towards me then i pick up the piece of grid paper i hold the she's country um writing on the grid paper beside my face i snap a selfie she's country arrow pointed towards me i think i was referencing the song she's country either way the world's gonna frigging know that she's country and so that was i still have that picture and that is literally one of my favorite things i've ever done i mean there can be a bigger display of identity than than right there and it was beautiful um so yeah i changed my i changed my text signature It was actually on my mom's phone, but the text signature becomes, um, chillin' on a dirt road. I spelled chillin', C-H-I-L-L-E-N, just, there you go, chillin', chillin' on a dirt road. I knew every word to dirt road anthem, and I still do. Like here, here in this section of my life, I'm overcompensating. I'm working in, with my dad in the back building. We're making, um, what's it called? Bird boxes, which, you know, that was a sweet thing to do. But I'm like, I'm like deep diving into the Southern culture. Like I'm working, I'm outside, I'm mowing the grass. I'm. And for whatever reason, I thought this was a really solid thing to do. We wanted to put an above-ground swimming pool in the backyard. Um, So I am Johnny on the spot helping them shovel sand (laughs) to level the area for the above-ground swimming pool. Mm, We never got one. Too expensive. But (laughs) we sure as hell leveled the ground for that pool extensively. But then we did put a bonfire on top of where we leveled, so it wasn't for naught and then and then the bonfire area became a huge hub for me and my southern friends to have a little party um just everything I did it was a reflection on how southern I wanted to be and of course my parents were like well yippee kaye! well howdy doody let's go girl and in the words of Shania Twain let's go girl um they I think maybe that was their favorite version of me um, because i was like rocking with them we were on the same page it was great um and so then then that's that's that and then high school happens so that was like middle school when i was trying so hard then high school happens well then i decide no actually not that southern um, and i don't know why i can't seem to figure it out then then i decide you know what i think i'm a, I'm a bit of a yankee i'm a bit of a yankee doodle and where did that come from now all of a sudden i wanted to be from new york what who's from new york well my best friend is from new york so maybe i, I thought oh he's cool boom i'm from new york um and I have this major crush on this southern southern guy, and he says, what, are you, a Yankee? I said, you wish. Like, when he said that, I literally just about passed out on the ground, because I was like, yeah, yes, yes, I'm a Yankee, and I don't know where this came from. I think I had developed a sense of, like, Southern shame I think I go through my life of Southern pride and Southern shame. This was my Southern shame era because we had been living in the South for a long time. The whole being a country girl hadn't really worked out for me in terms of friends. I had friends but it wasn't like you know it, it didn't shebang the way I thought it was going to um oh my god I saw this shirt that said I milked a cow at the Lincoln County Apple Festival. I thought that one I thought that one was gonna get their asses but guess what? The true Southern people are milking cows all the time. So they don't give a crap that you milked a cow at the Lincoln County Apple Festival. Because they literally did that this morning. And they're going to do it again tomorrow morning with their own freaking cows. So that didn't really eat the ass of anyone. But I thought it was going to. Anyway. So, yes. I've embraced the Southern culture. And I am real. I I embraced a persona of Southern Culture. Culture your god slow down but also i am living a very southern life i'm living in the small town i'm living in this southern small like modular house we have my mom breeds bunnies we have bunnies in the backyard we have chickens we have ducks we have a horse we have like every animal known to man um and by the way we kept our chickens inside just so you know we kept our chickens inside um, as well as our goats, we also had goats we kept them inside the house, which is so cool. Um, I, I don't, I still don't know why we did that. I think my mom just felt bad putting them outside because we bottle fed the goat. And so we were like, he was our little baby. And so I think she felt bad putting him outside permanently. So we just kept him inside and then we got another goat. And I think the goal was to put them outside. But they never did. So they had a, a box inside of our dining room. We we said, forget the table. Forget the dining room table. We put it against the wall. We said, well, we don't eat at the table anyway. And then goat box. My dad made a big wooden box. <laughs> that's the goat box. And then the goats would hang out inside all day. They I mean, they'd go outside. We had a fence in yard. But, you know, they lived inside. They had our diapers that my mom would change. Um in onesies when it was cold outside obviously they needed to put on an outfit and then at night they would be going in their goat box and so that's the experience i'm having and while looking back it's hilarious like why did we have indoor goats in onesies and they were crazy i have this video of benji the boy goat he was sitting in my i'm playing piano right and the boy goat benji Sitting in my lap with a diaper and a onesie. And then he jumps on top of the piano. And he's (laughs) playing. He's walking across the piano. And playing it. With his little hooves. Anyway. This part. This episode. Has taken. A lot of turns. So. I'm a a part of the southern culture. And. Now I'm thinking oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. It's not doing what I want it to do. So yeah, then I decide I'm from the north. I'm a Yankee, um, literally with no ground to stand on, not at all, anywhere. For I'd never, I'd never gone past Pennsylvania, and I'm cl- I'm out here claiming Yankee status. Is that a slur? No, that's not a slur. This might not be very sweet, but it's not a slur. I I don't know New York Yankees. Oh yeah that's what that's from can't be a slur if it's a baseball team uh that's probably not true um anyway the only slur I know is the Mets boo don't go Mets just kidding I don't know if they're a cool team or not I know Jerry Russo from Wizards of Waverly Place loves the Mets so they're probably pretty cool I don't have beef with the Mets I was just making a joke um anyway so now I'm not rocking No, I'm not rocking with Southern culture. Then, I graduate high school. And then, I go to Wingate University. In the middle of absolutely nowhere. This is peak Southern. Um, it's so Southern, it scares me to think back on. Um, I, I'm so Southern here. I join a sorority. All my friends, Southern, 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 girlies. Um... My family actually moves to Wingate. They followed me to college, which was awesome. And they moved to Wingate. And now they have this beautiful, it was honestly really pretty, or my dad still lives there, but beautiful log cabin, huge sprawling land all around them, a barn, a da, 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 da. My friends are Southern. My family has this big Southern establishment. And then I'm like, oh yeah, baby, here we go. Bring it back. Run it back. We're southern. I'm skeet shooting. What the F? I'm shooting something? We're having bonfires. We're drinking beer. It's on. It's freaking on. Okay. Well, guess what? Transferring from Winget now. And I'm going to UNCC. In the middle of the city. <laughs> And now I'm a city girl. <laughs> if you can believe it, now I'm a city girl. And pushing that southern back down. And it's always going to come back and get me. But I'm pushing it down because now I live in the city. I'm a Charlotte city girl. And that, and then after I started going to UNCC, then I moved to Uptown Charlotte. And that's like peak city girl. Like, I'm thinking to myself, I don't remember... The South, and I don't know her. I never knew her, and I won't, and I won't ever know her. Oh God! Then I move out of Uptown, and that leads us to now. Now I'm twenty three years old. Shh! Don't tell anyone. I'm twenty one. Do you you guys think I could lie about my age when I move? Do you think I could say like I'm twenty one, and no one would know? Anyway, okay that's a concept for a different podcast episode um so I'm 23 I'm living in Belmont where I was born I'm like full circling it I'm like closing up this chapter well I'm actually closing up the first 23 years of my life by moving back to the place I was born um I'm like okay let's really I'm on this whole journey of self-discovery And trying to recognize patterns and trying to recognize points of identity to try to find my actual identity. Um, It's kind of heavy. And here I am wondering, wondering, wondering about Southern culture. And I think that my consensus is I am literally from the South. My parents are from the South. My dad's side of the family has lived here for hundreds of years. I participate in many Southern activities and I have my whole life. In terms of Southern culture, I think I've been exposed to every possible aspect of it you could be exposed to and been a part of it. There is n- literally not one ounce of me that is not Southern. And I'm having like the best and sometimes I hate to admit this, but like the best vibe to me is listening to country music. I'm sorry, it is. It brings me feelings of warmth. It brings me childhood. When I hear country music, it's like a signal. Let's go grab a beer. Let's get in that sun. Let's find some water. You know, like, the, the, oh God, there couldn't be anything better to me than it being mid-July. I should write a country song about this. Then it being mid-July, the sun's out. Oh my god, you're on the lake, you're in the pool, you're at the beach. The country music is on, and we're having fun. We're throwing a football, we're drinking a beer. We're just having a good old southern time. You know, sorry, that's how I grew up. That is my happy place. And I have gone my whole life thinking, like, I can't wait to get out of the South. I think I would thrive in the north. I think I'd thrive if I went to Chicago. That's not the north. Is it? Whatever. I'd thrive if I went to New York. I'd thrive in California. And now I'm honestly getting kind of nervous because I've lived here my whole life. And now that I'm actually presented with the opportunity and the plans to go to different states, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to miss North Carolina so bad and that's so embarrassing but i am and when i leave north carolina it's like i'm looking for pieces of north carolina in where i'm going like um i visited my bff cole in vegas and i love vegas i think vegas is literally awesome but there's still like this little part of me that's like damn it if i wanted a sweet tea right now i just couldn't get one <laughs> Or, like, you don't hear country music when you're, you know, going to bars and stuff. Or when you're in the car. Like, that's not not the vibe there. I don't know why I'm so hung up on country music. But, you know, music is a huge part of my life. So, it just is. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the most southern person in the world. But I'm constantly surrounded by people who are in the south. And that is inadvertently and surprisingly to me i didn't realize this that is my comfort um and so and then we went to florida and i was thinking like oh i love florida like i'm loving the sun the the fun but still i was in florida i was in paradise and i was still missing pieces of north carolina i was like man if this is north carolina they'd be and i think florida is still considered the south like yeah definitely it's so southern but it's not it's geographically southern but it's not that north carolina south carolina nasty southern <laughs> like it's just like there's something about the south that is obviously ingrained in me because i've lived here for 23 years um but it's just like it's a part of me that I'm not even trying to push down or embrace anymore. I think I'm just finally realizing like, oh, this is me. Like it's not an identity to take on and it's not an identity to put away. It is literally me. When I move to California, I'm gonna be from North Carolina. Like <laughs> that's just gonna be the truth. When I mo- like when I move to California, people are going to see me as a southern person that's just true like it's where I grew up it's who I am and at this point I think I am going to miss it a lot when I'm gone and I do think that it's like North Carolina South Carolina the South is my home and that's just crazy because I spent so much of my life trying to be like new no, I am not Southern. You're literally crazy if you think I'm Southern. And I am. I am. Sorry. I am very Southern. Not very, but enough. I have that identity in me fully. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's a weird revelation considering my past to just like accept it because I'm so, I'm so, I don't know. Like, i'm i'm really interested in american american culture and i love people who are from like long island Staten Island. like my best friend from long island Staten island like i love the islands <laughs> like i love accents i love like new jersey accents and as a kid growing up i was like there were points where i was like oh, i wish i was from there i wish i had that cool accent um but i i, I think it's taken me to be 23 to realize like oh I have this this identity that is very specific in and of itself. It's very specific to North Carolina. The only reason I didn't realize it was such an identity for me is because I've been in North Carolina. When I leave North Carolina, I'm like, oh, everyone's not like this. This is not the way it is. And I feel like I'm missing a piece of myself. And that has become very apparent to me between my trips to Florida and um, Las Vegas. Um and I'm so excited to see how that identity with Southern culture changes as I travel. Um, and another thing is I think I'm just, I'm old enough and self-aware enough now to be able to have appreciation and take pride in some of, you know, the Southern things about me. As much as I tried to not like country music, I do. I do like country music a lot and now I'm making country music and it's kind of weird I've honestly I've always made country music but I never post it because I'm like no one wants to see this no one wants to hear my country music but now I'm on this journey of authenticity and um if it feels right it feels right and if it feels right I'm gonna do it and so I've just let myself sing country music make country music listen to country music like it's just no more of this like curating myself to fit a certain way that I think people are gonna like I'm from North Carolina I like country <laughs> I feel like I'm like crazy but it's like I like country music I love making country music I love singing country music It's fine if I want to make country music. Like, I think that's just where I am right now as far as the quote-unquote version of me. This version of me is realizing I am Southern and is perfectly okay with leaning into the Southernness that I've tried at many points in my life to put away. And not making it into a whole identity that I'm going to throw out in three months, but just saying... I like these parts, these parts feel like home to me, this is the southern part of me, and it's okay if I want to kind of give those parts of me a little hug, and write country music, and sing country music, and appreciate where I grew up, and what I come from. Um, so yeah, this podcast was all over the place but I wanted to make it while I was thinking about it because and this is like surface level there's so many other so many other things about growing up southern with southern parents that have intrinsically have doctrinated me in a certain way that I don't know where I will end up because of but that that's way too deep that's way for another podcast but (laughs) That was so vague. I know exactly what I'm talking about, but that I just realized that that sounded insane. Um, I'm talking about in terms of like gender roles, traditional values, religion. That's a whole other, those are whole other entire topics that I would love to get into another time, but not right now. This is just like surface level my relationship with being country and being southern, and where I am now, and where I think I'm going um but yeah thanks for listening this was i i don't even know if i'm gonna upload this one because this was a a hot mess but that's okay it's authentic this is how i was feeling today i was feeling a little silly so it's cool this is the authentic me having a lot of coffee in my system and talking about the southern version of me um okay so okay (laughs) okay okay shut up I'm trying to tell myself to shut up because I can't stop talking ever ever um I guess it's good that I'm making a podcast then perfect okay what am I talking about bye